If you're a wrestling fan, ladies and gentlemen, this is the most wonderful weekend of the year. Hi, everybody. This is Mike, uh, your host this evening for WrestleFania, uh, talking about WrestleMania weekend. I am uh, the only one here today. Unfortunately, um, we had to let Brandon go. He, um, well, there's some charges that came up recently that um, I really can't get into, um, or Maybe he's on vacation with his wife. And he's decided that vacation with his wife is more important than WrestleFania. It's more important than coming to visit his cousin and brother to watch WrestleMania. Um, it's basically vacation with his wife. It seems to be like a major priority for him. I could probably spend this entire episode just... Um, just going over reasons why that is selfish. Um, it's selfish uh, to his wife. It's selfish to his cousins. It's selfish to his brother. I know his wife would rather go on vacation alone, and the fact that he is forcing her to bring him is selfish. Um, we want him here with us so we could point and laugh at him, and the fact that he's denying us of that is selfish. If you follow WrestleBrand on Twitter, just hashtag selfish. Tweet that to him, and uh, he'll know what it means. It means him. But enough of that garbage, um, folks. It is an absolutely awesome weekend coming up. We have the Hall of Fame tonight. We have NXT TakeOver tomorrow. We have WrestleMania on Sunday. Now, for those people who have subscribed or have listened to this podcast or are listening to my voice right now, I implore you. To go to youtube.fansnotexperts.com and subscribe. Subscribe to our YouTube channel because at 4 o'clock on Sunday we will be doing our third annual WrestleFania Live, live broadcast pre-show talking about WrestleMania. I'll be talking about it with my cousin Joe. You can find him on Twitter at NHPunk. He's the cousin that's actually showing up. That's Brandon's brother and we all like him better. Oh, I'm, I'm getting sidetracked again. So if you do that, uh, you can you'll, you'll get an alert. You know, with, if you have the YouTube app to find out um, when we go live, which again is 4 p.m. this Sunday. But you can also just go to fansnotexperts.com/live and you can watch us directly from there. It's through YouTube Live, so um, if you want to find it, you can find it. Uh, will a lot of you find it? I hope so. Now, let's get on with the show, starting with tonight's. Festivities. So tonight is the uh, 2018 WWE Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Um, by the time you're hearing this, the uh, ceremony may have already happened, depending on when I get this posted. Uh, but this is Friday afternoon, so I thought I would just kind of quickly talk about uh, all the inductees. Um, there are five individuals being highlighted. Uh, there's one celebrity, one tag team, and then, of course, the Warrior Award. 
Uh, but there are also one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine people being inducted that probably aren't going to get much of a mention. Um, and they're all deceased. I'm just going to list these people really quick. I don't even, I had to look up who some of them were. Dara Singh, Cora Combs, El Santo, Jim Londos, Rufus R. Jones, Sputnik Monroe. Then we have two uh, wrestlers whose last names at least sound familiar. Sean Stan Stasiak, uh, who's Sean's dad, and Boris Malenko, who's Dean Malenko's dad. And the biggest name on this list to me is Lord Alfred Hayes, who was a big part of wrestling for me growing up. So these are all the people that are legacy inductees, uh, and they've all passed away, unfortunately. Uh, For the Warrior Award, we have a Jarius J.J. Robertson. Uh, He's actually a double liver transplant survivor. If you remember this this little kid kind of really... um, like hooping it up with, the, he's got the belts. He was in a few um, moments. I think they they highlighted him on Raw a couple of times. Really cute kid, really uh, inspiring story. So that's great. Um, I'm excited to hear his uh, his speech and just probably cry tonight because I'm sure that's going to happen. Uh, kid Rock, look, Kid Rock, bow to bow to bang a bang, diggy diggy diggy, set the boogie, set up junk, the boogie. It makes sense. You know, if you're looking at the celebrity wing of, uh, of WWE Hall of Fame, you know, we have people like Drew Carey, Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, and of course, uh, the President of the United States. It makes sense that Kid Rock is in there. He's done a lot with the WWE. And I think one of the major things, one of the major components of Kid Rock being here and being at the Hall of Fame induction and being at WrestleMania will play a big part in a big moment this WrestleMania. I'll get to that later on in the show. The Dudley Boys... Well-deserved. Uh, they were already huge names before they even came to the WWF. I, I shouldn't say huge names. They were very well-known names and well-respected names um, for the people who knew, who were aware of ECW. You know, um, knowing about them coming in, obviously they were huge there. They did, they had a, they did a lot of good things in TNA even, you know, uh, Bully Ray. And um, I don't know what Devon's name was over there because I didn't really watch TNA. And by really, I mean, I didn't watch TNA. Then they came back. Um, look, uh, Bubba Ray put, put Mae Young, uh, she, he powerbombed her off the side of a stage. That alone is worth an induction right there. Then we have, um, so those are all the people that are um, getting a special award, a celebrity, and then, of course, Dudley Boys being the only tag team. Uh, but then there are five individuals being highlighted. The first one's Ivory. And Ivory is someone who um, I don't know a lot about. I just know, I just remember her being a women's wrestler, I think, when I was in college. Uh, she was around. She's a big deal. She was respected. She wasn't like, um, you know, there just for TNA, T and A. Um, so, you know, it makes sense. You know, they. I feel like they at least always try to put one, uh, you know, woman in every year. And, um, you know, maybe someday we'll see China. But uh, Ivory seems like, you know, she is uh, worthy of that. Uh, next, we have Hillbilly Jim, who is, you know, to me, growing up, he was, he had a great uh, music. He had great music. He was just a big, fun-loving guy. Uh, he went on to do radio. He was great. You know, he, he still does radio to this day, I think. Um, he was great in Legends House. He just seems like a real bright, fun-loving guy. Um and, of course, he had he was a major part of the early WrestleMania years. Uh, Jeff Jarrett. I mean, what do you say about Jeff Jarrett? He hit Beetlejuice uh, with a guitar. 
on Nitro. To me, that is the moment you're inducted into the Hall of Fame. He obviously had his Double J moments. He had his, um, he was big in WCW. He founded with his dad, TNA. I mean, as far as wrestling is concerned, he's done a lot for wrestling. Uh, Say what you want, dislike him, like him. doesn't make a difference to me. I'm talking about what he's done for the business. He's obviously done a lot. Now, obviously, he, I don't even know if GFW is a thing anymore. I don't know if he's associated with anything anymore. He might just be officially associated with the WWE. I don't even know if he's associated. He might just be being inducted. Um, But, you know, once these guys are inducted, you start seeing them pop up more. So we'll see with Viant. Um, The major major two, of course, I want to talk about Mark Henry. Mark Henry, so well-deserving. The guy has been a consummate professional. He comes in, you know, silly American uh, gimmick the overly patriotic gimmick. Then he comes in and, and basically um, has a love affair with Mae Young, who, for those of you who don't know, she was probably in her 70s or 80s then. Um, they have a weird thing where he gets her pregnant and she gives birth to a hand. It makes no sense. That was probably Vince Russo. I don't know. Um, but he he always was a pro with that. you know. And then he came with the, the Hall of Pain. And, of course, he retired a few years ago, wink, wink, came out with his salmon-colored jacket and powerbombed John Cena. Everyone who talks about Mark Henry has nothing but good things to say about him. So it's well-deserved. He's had a really long career when you think about it. And uh, I hope he's not done, done. Hope he's not fully retired. Hope he's got one more match in him. Um, but well-deserved, and I can't wait to uh, hear. He'll, he'll have a good speech. Uh, and I don't know who's inducting these people. I'm sure most of them have uh, been announced, but, you know, I didn't pay attention to that. I did not read. And, of course, we'll find out. By now, you already know if you're listening uh, after Friday night. The big headline, the final man, and actually I think it'd be cool if Mark Henry was the final guy because to me he is WWE all the way. He was never part of any other wrestling association as far as I know. Um, where Goldberg, of course, he's probably the headliner. Goldberg, you know, he's there for impact, I feel like. he. I don't feel like he had a very, very long career. He had uh, a big impact early on with WCW and Nitro. He was a major part of that. He came in later to WWE because he he wrote out his WCW contract. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I don't care. Um, But he came in later with that. Uh, And that's around the time I really wasn't watching. And from what I hear, I think it was WrestleMania 20 that he and and, uh, Brock Lesnar had a match. And basically, um, they they booed them out of the business, out of the building, because they were both leaving the next day. They knew they were gone. And it, it seemed like they didn't give a shit. I could be wrong, but that's that's my sense of if I'm remembering correctly. Um, him coming back was cool to see. You know, he, they made him the Universal Champion. Uh, he was at WrestleMania last year. I don't know if he's done. You know, he actually he looked pretty good. They they made him look strong. Um, I know for a while we thought, or there was a whole thing where he didn't even care about wrestling. Uh, he, he, it was just a job for him. And you know, the hardcore fans take take offense to that. I feel like, but. He seemed a lot happier coming back. He got to do it in front of his son. Um, he seemed to really embrace it, and uh, I thought it was it was good. And it, what it does is um, it rewards him for being a major part of the Monday Night Wars uh, and having a pretty epic run with WCW, probably their biggest, you know, outside the NWO during that whole Attitude Era time. And that's it. That's your uh, WWE Hall of Fame. Now, I'm not sure if I'm able to watch it live tonight. I'm going to try to. 
it's a very long ceremony. I will probably, if I have to do some, because I have some work I need to work on, actual work, um, if I'm doing that, I might have it on the background and stop to watch the, uh, the people I care about more than the people I don't care about. Um, I wish Mr. T was there to give another long speech. And I wonder who will have the longest speech. I'm going to say it's going to be Mark Henry. He will have the longest speech. That's my guess. Um, but that's that's tonight. That's Friday night. And uh, luckily, that's just the first of three nights of an awesome, awesome weekend. Let's move on to uh, Saturday night, shall we? Now, I got a little piece of paper here with everything printed out. Um, NXT TakeOver. I have to say that I am extremely excited for this um, Saturday night. I'm not watching it with anybody. I will be home alone with my dog. My wife has plans to go see comedian Lenny Clark with her friend. I say go have fun. Have a good time. Enjoy the Chinese food. You know, go out afterwards. Take your time. Don't worry about it. Because I'm busy watching NXT TakeOver New Orleans. Now, there are only five matches listed. They usually do another hour of matches, I feel like, uh, that you'll see um, on NXT TV in the coming weeks. But five matches that I am pretty clear in in, uh, saying I'm excited for just about all the matches. Um... Now, I put them together in an order that I think is going to make sense. I assume that the Tag Team Championship Dusty Rhodes Classic Final will be first. The reason I think this is first is because Adam Cole uh, is fighting in two different matches, so I've got to give him a break. So might as well get this one on early. It's Undisputed Era, which is for this match, Adam Cole and uh, Kyle O'Reilly, versus the Authors of Pain, Versus Roddy Strong and Pete Dunne that are kind of put together as a team. Um, I, f- I have a feeling that Authors of Pain, it's time for them to move on, move up, maybe go to SmackDown. Uh, Roddy Strong and Pete Dunne, I feel like, can they can they win? I think, you know, I've enjoyed, um, I'm all caught up on NXT, I've enjoyed... The uh, Dusty Rhodes Classic. I've enjoyed seeing Pete Dunne. I enjoy always always enjoy watching Pete Dunne. Uh, him and Roddy Strong working together has been uh, good for Roddy Strong too. I wonder could they make them a tag team and have Pete Dunne have a belt, another belt? Um, I mean, technically, I guess uh, um, Adam Cole has a belt because he's taking Bobby Fish's belt, I suppose. So. Does that mean that Adam Cole can't win later? It's a weird thing. Can they do they want to give belts to two different people? Um, this is a toughie. This might be the toughest choice of the night. I am going to say the Undisputed Era retain. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
Um, which will, of course, mean that I'm not picking Adam Cole in the six-man uh, North American Championship ladder match, but I'm not going to get there yet. Women's Championship. Women's Championship. You know, there are a lot of great women um, in WWE right now, but how many great women are in NXT? And I'm not trying to, I'm not saying that as an insult. Um, I'm basically, what I'm trying to say is, are there enough women in NXT for Ember Moon to leave, to move on, to move up? <clears throat> Excuse me. And I don't think there are yet. I don't think, I think Ember Moon, her time as the uh, NXT Women's Champion um, is not over yet. And because I don't think uh, her time is over yet, I don't think she's going to lose, so I'm going to pick Ember Moon as the champion. And I always think, you know, who who's not going to be there the next day or the next two days? Who's moving up? Um, that's why I don't have the Authors of Pain winning in the Tag Team Championship, but I do have Ember Moon winning because I think her and Shayna are going to have a longer feud. Longer, longer feud. This leads us to the unsanctioned match which I am terribly excited to see. They have done an incredible, incredible job of building this story. Going all the way back to, I want to say, was it Survivor Series? Was that the last time? Was that when this, or was it SummerSlam? I mean, it was a long time ago, um, but Ciampa uh, hurt himself and could not, um, they couldn't um, go all in on it right away. But they built, they gave, they made Johnny Gargano a bigger, much bigger, much um, bigger singles competitor with all his Cien Almas um, fights. Yeah, this one I'm so excited for. Tommaso Ciampa is a guy that I used to see um, at the VFWs around here in Massachusetts. I've seen him with uh, in, in a couple times. I've seen him with Chaotic Wrestling. That's what I know him from. As he was Thomas Penmanship. The first time I saw him, he was more like a preppy guy. Very different. Very excellent now. Um, and I'm very excited for this match. That being said, Tommaso Ciampa is going to beat the shit out of Johnny Gargano. Just to the point where Johnny Gargano looks like he is going to uh, die. Then Johnny Gargano is going to come back just to the point where it looks like he's going to win, and he's not. Johnny Gargano is going to lose. <sighs> but here's the thing. Is, can this be a one-time match, the end of this storyline? It's been building for a long time, but they haven't had one match. Can this be it? One match, and Johnny Gargano moves on? I'm not sure. I'd, I'd love to see them both move on, actually. Um, but I think Johnny Gargano is on his way to Raw or 205 Live. He should be. Um, though I feel like you're better off in NXT than you are in 205 Live. No disrespect to 205 Live. They are doing better. Um, I'm going to say, but Tommaso Ciampa. Tommaso Ciampa is going to be the victor. And Johnny Gargano is fired from NXT forever. All right, we only have two other matches. Um, this one is, I mean, it is it is exciting. It is exciting in so many different ways. It's a North American Championship ladder match. First of all, it's a brand new belt. I don't know if you've seen Triple H uh, with a picture of this belt. It is a beautiful belt. 
brand new champion. This is basically your NXT Intercontinental Champion or your NXT uh, US Champion. Basically, both Raw and SmackDown have a main champion and a secondary champion. And NXT is getting so big that they need a secondary champion. And that's what the North American Championship is. Um, but it's not just for people from North America because Killian Dane is Irish. So, you know, whatever. But we have Adam Cole, baby. Um, he's back after retaining in the tag team uh, championship match, taking on Velveteen Dream, who is a guy, Patrick Clark, from, uh, from uh, what the hell was it, WWE Tough Enough, uh, a guy that you knew had talent but was a little cocky, and ultimately that's what um, had him lose that. He came in with a ridiculous uh, prince-like gimmick, and he has bought into it so much that everyone else has bought into it too, and he's done such an excellent job with it that we'll get back to that. Killian Dane is a big Irish brute. He's part of Sanity, and they're really trying to seem to push him as a singles competitor. Lars Sullivan is a big, brutish-looking guy. Um, he's got, like, even his lisp makes him meaner. I don't know if that makes sense. Like, he's got crooked teeth and just that... Um, he is, you know, he's poised uh, to be something big, even if it's in this secondary role. Now that they have this secondary, mat, you know, championship, they can have these giant feuds uh, just for these secondary people, so I think that's great. And then the last two guys I'm pretty excited about because I've never seen either of them actually wrestle a match. I've seen highlights of Ricochet, but I've never seen him in a full match. So I'm really excited about that. And EC3 is just a guy that I've always heard from TNA, from Impact Wrestling. And they say, oh, but EC3 is good. He's good. And I know he used to be in WWE years ago. But he's got he's taken that EC3 name, which is literally a name created for TNA. Um, I don't think they'll ever call him, what is it, Ethan Carter III, I think. Um, which he's supposed to be Dixie Cutter's nephew, I believe. But, you know, he's a big dude. He was actually, I didn't know how he'd be at all. I mean, he, I watched him on NXT. He was pretty good on the mic. He had a pretty good gimmick. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think EC3 and Ricochet are going to have uh, big things coming for them in the coming year of NXT. But, ladies and gentlemen, um, I'm going to pick as your first North American champion, Velveteen Dream. That's right, baby. He's the Velveteen Dream. That leads us to the champion, the champion, the champion. NXT Championship match, Andrade Cien Almas versus Aleister Black. And I always tell the story where I went to see NXT Lowell, the one where, uh, where Samoa Joe beat Finn Balor. And the opening match had some guy I never heard of, Andrade Cianomis, and he came out with suspenders and a hat, and I said, who the hell is this guy? The kid next to me was like, oh, he's, he's awesome. He's, you know, I know him as a max, masked wrestler. Um, and, you know, the wrestling nerd thing is like, you know, this guy's awesome. And I was like, I felt bad. Um, he, he, his gimmick was a little silly, but you could see the guy had uh, good, he had supreme talent in the ring, and that has... Uh, led to obviously being the NXT champion. It helps that he has Selena Vega as um, his mouthpiece because his English is not that good. Um, and that that does hurt sometimes, you know. Um, but to have someone who's really good at talking with you uh, is good. Alistair Black, who has come in and just taken over by storm, 
Alistair Black is not going to be the NXT champion. He might, I mean, he might move on. That would be quick, but I mean, I think he's ready. Um, but ladies and gentlemen, your NXT champion still, after NXT TakeOver New Orleans, will still be Andrade Cien Almas. He will retain. He will move on. And um, yeah, sorry, Alistair. Next time. Next time. You'll have your time. But it isn't yet. Uh, and that's really it for NXT TakeOver. Um, that latter match is probably the one I'm the most excited about overall. Oh, no, and the Unsanctioned match. Those two. Those two are the big matches I'm excited about. I'm going to enjoy them all. Um, and I have to be honest with you, 100%. Uh, the stuff I recorded about the Hall of Fame earlier, I recorded that earlier in the day. Uh, and all day, I thought that Ivory was Jackie. Jackie was a woman, African-American woman, who was... Um, inducted into the Hall of Fame in 2016. Ivory is a white chick who was inducted literally 10 minutes ago. I say that because, in full disclosure, I muted her and I came here to talk about NXT. And now, before I, for you it's going to be instantaneous. You are going to hear me talking about WrestleMania. But I look over on my TV right now and I see Kid Rock. And I think, am I really going to mute Ivory? only to watch Kid Rock's speech? And it turns out the answer is yes. And the reason is, I didn't even know who Ivory was all day. So I thought, do I even need to watch her speech? I barely remember her. They showed clips of her, and I'm like, I think I remember her. Now, there, was, there was a time there where I thought I outgrew wrestling, okay, to be honest with you. So shame on me, but um, what you going to do? Hey, there were a few Hulk Hogan references tonight, too. Interesting. Um, one of them by Devon. So, you know, I'm not saying anything. Uh, but, uh, okay. Oh, boy, they just showed Kid Rock and the American Badass on my TV. I'm going to stop right now and go pay attention to this. But through the magic of editing, you're going to be transported to me later on talking about WrestleMania. Through the magic of time travel and clever editing, it is now Saturday, okay? I thought I would be able to get this all done last night, but I fell asleep. So I wasn't even sure I was going to be able to record this because I was working earlier today. But here we go. WrestleMania 34. I'm not going to waste your time because, look, you, you only want to hear my voice so much. So let's go through every match. Pick our winners. More importantly, I hope you guys tune in uh, tomorrow. Sunday at 4 p.m. at fansnotexperts.com slash live. There'll be a link on the main website. You will find us, me and my cousin Joey, and of course my cousin Brandon, 
NH Punk and Russell Brand. Russell Brand will be via satellite. Uh, we'll be live for an hour talking the pre-show uh, right on YouTube, so you can have us on any device that you'd like. Let's go into it. Now, I kind of put these matches, um, I didn't put them in any order, basically. I took them right out of, off of Wikipedia. So let's go through them, shall we? Um, it, according to uh, Wikipedia, there's three pre-show matches, including both Battle Royals and the Cruiserweight Championship. Now, the problem with the Cruiserweight Championship is I feel like the crowd is not going to be that full at that point, um, but they're going to put on an amazing match that I feel like will be underappreciated. They've been doing uh, really great matches on 205 Live, um, and I, I, have, I, I personally have not been watching enough. I need to watch more. Uh, the stuff I have seen, I really enjoyed, and I'm really impressed by Mustafa Ali. I know they're going to put on a great show, but because this is an open uh, title, um, I have to pick Cedric Alexander to be the winner. He's going to be the new champion. It has to be him. Um, finally, they can put the stink of uh, Enzo behind them and have a new champion and start from there. For the Battle Royals, um, I've been listening to for, to a few different podcasts. I've heard people throw some names out there, and there's two names that I like. For the Women's Battle Royal, I'm going to pick Becky Lynch. I think that she has kind of... I feel like she's been lost in the shuffle, uh, and she deserves more. She deserves better. And, you know, we have... Um, we have uh, Sasha and Bailey. kind of, they're going to go do their own thing. Charlotte's over here. Um, but Becky Lynch is the most popular woman that doesn't have something major going on right now. So to me, I think it'd be great if she wins. So I'm picking Becky Lynch as the winner. Now for the Andre the Giant Battle Memorial Battle Royal, uh, there's going to be filled with lots of guys. We're going to hopefully see some delete moments. Um, I don't know if Bray Wyatt's in it. I have no idea where he is. But I heard a name now. He's cleared to come back. He hasn't come back yet. So I'm guessing this might be a way of doing it without making um, a, a, a giant uh, pop return on Monday. I mean, if they don't, if he doesn't, uh, if he's in the match, I think he's going to win it, and that's Big Cass. I'm going to say Big Cass is going to win the Idol of the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Uh, it would be cool if Mark Henry won, but I think he's done. I mean, it would be great if he, if he was uh, Hall of Fame on Friday and then won the Battle Royal on uh, Sunday. That would be great. Very, very good. Um, I still can't get over that. I thought Ivory was Jackie. <laughs> I'm not good at things. So let's start picking these matches. Okay, let's do the Tag Team Championships. Raw Tag Team Champion. Obviously, we've got Cesaro and Sheamus taking on Bronze Strowman, and to be determined. There's been a lot of names thrown out there. I think the funny... Uh, name that makes sense because he's connected to Braun Strowman. He's not with the company currently, but I'm sure they could pay him to fly, to fly in. I'm going to say that it's James Ellsworth. He's going to come in. He's going to. It's going to be a big funny thing. He's not even going to have a moment. He's going to. They're going to win, and he's going to grab one of the belts and he's going to you know hold it over his head, all excited. Braun Strowman's going to look at him holding the belt, and then Braun Strowman is going to destroy him, smash just just cripple him. He's going to take both belts, raise them over his head, and walk off as the tag team champions. For the SmackDown tag team, the little tag team champions, the Usos and New Day are going to put on an amazing show. And I have to say, the Bludgeon Brothers, you know, I, which is weird calling them that, Harper and Rowan, I remember a match where they were in with the Usos. That they, it was an awesome match. 
So uh, you know they can go. You know they can deliver. And I think they're going to be the champions. Yes, I, I guess I'm picking a lot of new champions because I feel like the Usos might want to go over to Raw. Maybe they'll be moving to Raw soon. So I'm going to pick the Bludgeon Brothers to win, and then the New Day can chase them because the New Day chasing is fun. So yeah, that's what I think. Now, let's look at some of the women's championship matches. So we have the Raw Women's Championship match, Alexa Bliss versus Nia Jax. So I'm just circling because I didn't make one pick. Uh, you know, Alexa Bliss, she's been really the cruel bully, the bad girl, uh, and Nia Jax is the sympathetic uh, face, um, good girl. And you'd think that the big... Uh, ending would be her getting her comeuppance, but I don't think the storyline is over yet. I feel like we need to feel worse, or we're going to feel bad for Naya, and something bad's going to happen, and she's going to lose, probably unfairly. Alexa Bliss is going to retain as your women champion for Raw. What about SmackDown? This is where I was trying to figure out, does Carmella cash in? Because I could say, one part of me wants to say that Carmella cashes in, and Asuka beats her. It's like she cashes in to make it a triple threat match and Asuka beats her. But that would really take away from this match. Uh, I feel bad that saying that adding another per- a woman would take away from the women's match, but it would because we want to see like a match of, you know, a, of some high caliber. Um, then I thought, what if uh, she cashes in and Charlotte retains by pinning her? Does Asuka consider that a loss? I think it would. Even though she wouldn't take the pin, it would still be her first loss. I don't think she's going to get her first loss. I'm going to pick Asuka to win. I think she's probably going to pin Charlotte, I'm guessing. if. But if there's a cash-in, Asuka is going to pin Carmella, and it's going to be a triple threat match, unless there's two matches, and she pins, she beats Charlotte and she beats Carmella you know, within a matter of you know 20 seconds. Um, now let's move on. Let's move on to the two uh, secondary championship belts in both promotions. We have the Intercontinental Championship match, which I'm really looking excited to. I'm really looking excited to. I'm really looking forward to uh, because I think it's going to be a, a great uh, technical match with, and The Miz is going to be the guy that kind of, uh, he. I don't know, he, he plays almost like the devil's ad- advocate where uh, he's going to be, playing the chicken shit heel, but he's going to get some offenses. And I think the crowd is really going to be behind The Miz because this is a smart crowd usually at WrestleMania and they appreciate The Miz. Um, But The Miz is going to lose. This is the time for Finn Balor to start rising as a champion. And I was going to say start rising. And to do that, he's going to have a belt on him. Finn Balor is going to be your new intercontinental champion. A lot of belts are changing hands. In fact, the only person, the only belt that I have retained and I don't want to say it, but I already said it because it's Alexa Bliss. So, I mean, wow, I have a lot of belts changing hands. Um, all of them except Alexa Bliss. So I've already spoiled everything else. But who do I pick in the United States Championship match? It's not Randy Orton. It's not Jinder Mahal. You know, I'm glad that he is getting a match at WrestleMania. He's been in the Andre Battle Royal before. Um, but I don't think he's ever had a actual singles WrestleMania match, I mean, and I shouldn't say this isn't a singles match, but a match where he is, it's not a giant you know, battle royal where they're just throwing a bunch of guys in. He's in a featured match for the United States Championship. Because, um, you know, his whole run started before SummerSlam last year, right? Um, 
and, and you know, so he, he didn't make it to WrestleMania as far as being a champion. But um, I'm glad he's in it, even though he's going to lose. And so is Bobby Roode. Bobby Roode's glorious. It'd be great if Bobby Roode came out and, and really, um, you know, started apologizing to the fans and then just ripped the fans and turned heel because that was what he, he did that in NXT and it was great. That's right, your new champion. It's going to be Rusev Day. I know Rusev was added to the match late. I know there's rumors that he asked for his release and maybe that this was a way of, of trying to throw something at him to make him feel, you know, more appreciated. I've heard this, this shit. I don't care. Um, maybe it's true. And if it is true, great. Who cares? Rusev is going to be the new United States champion. Uh, again, he's done it before and he's back and he'll do it again. And Rusev Day will reign supreme because the crowd's going to friggin' eat him up and they're going to go nuts for him. Now, shall we move over to uh, some of the matches that aren't championship matches? Shall we? Even though I've basically given everything away. So we have the uh, mixed tag match. Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey versus Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. This is going to be a very, really high-featured high match. Um, a lot of eyes, and a lot of people are interested to see how Ronda Rousey performs in the ring as a wrestler. I'm uh, optimistic... But I'm I'm curious. I guess the word is curious because, you know, she's looked a little stiff uh, so far. Um, but, you know, Kurt's a professional, even though Kurt looks a little stiff out there. Triple H, he's a pro. You know, I feel like they're gonna they're gonna make it work. But Trip and Strip and Steph, there's no way they're winning. They they they're out there to get their comeuppance, and they know it, and that's what they do best. Uh, during the uh, Hall of Fame last night, they showed Stephanie, and uh, they booed her. And he, and Triple H looked right at him and goes, "They do not like you." And that, I don't know. It's just they know what their role is, and they uh, they play it well. Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey are winning this match. Have I, have I gone through everything already? Jeez, uh, there's a ton of matches. I mean, that's why WrestleMania starts in like two hours. Okay, the match that nobody knew about a month ago, nobody thought would happen. And now everyone is excited to see, ladies and gentlemen, Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. To me, this is the match I'm probably looking forward to the most. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn have been so brilliant in their 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 wise-assness. They're being fired. They're, they're kind of changing their names on social media, promoting other things, just playing it very real. At the same time, we get the return of Daniel Bryan. So brilliant, so amazing, unbelievable. Can't wait. It's going to be amazing. With that being said, who's going to win the match? You know, you'd think, okay, Kevin and Owens and Sami Zayn can't lose because they can't be fired. But they can be fired in SmackDown. And then someone will just pick them up over at Ross. Stephanie will be happy to sign them, bring them over. So I think that's when I, what's going to happen. They want to make... You know, people say, is Daniel going to turn on Shane? Is Shane going to turn on Daniel? I hope neither of that happens. I'm going to I'm going to predict that it doesn't happen. Um, and they just lose. Now, maybe they don't turn on each other, but they kind of, they don't, like, join forces with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, but they kind of, uh, maybe Shane just kind of gets angry and, struck, and kind of walks off from Daniel, leaving Daniel to fend for himself, and then he gets beat up. So he turns on him, but he doesn't join forces with the bad guys. I could see that happening more than either of them. None of there's no reason for them to join to for them to be with Owens and Zayn. But however it happens, Brian 
and McMahon, Brian and McMahon sounds weird. Daniel Bryan and Shane are going to lose. Uh, they're going to lose. They're going to lose. No, wait, I'm sorry. I'm, I wrote that wrong. Daniel Bryan and, and Shane McMahon are going to win. They're going to win. They're going to win. And Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are going to lose, and they're off to Raw. I don't know why. I mean, I, I, I talked myself into one of them kind of giving up on the other one and that causing the loss. But no, 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 my friends. They're going to win. <coughs> Excuse me. We still have two more matches. Two more matches. Both for the, for the big two championships of both the promotions, Raw and SmackDown. Let us do SmackDown first. AJ Styles versus, versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke has been in the main roster for about a year. I think it was the SmackDown after WrestleMania. And already he is in one of the top main events of WrestleMania. I said it again. Um, and that's why I have to say that uh, I'm excited to see this match. I've heard some interviews with AJ Styles talking about how they are going to really bring something unique. I hope they do. And I hope um, it meets all the expectations that everyone is putting on it. That being said, I'll probably be wearing my AJ Styles shirt. I, he, he, he's one of my favorites. I really enjoy watching him in the wrestling ring. And he's going to lose, unfortunately. Yes, Shinsuke Nakamura is going to be the WWE champion come Sunday night. And it's going to be epic. That's all I'm going to say about that. So that leads to one match, one final match. No other matches, just this one match. The WWE Universal Championship, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. I have to tell you, I'm not sure. This is like, this is going to be the last match. This is going to be the main event. I don't know how much I care. Uh, the build's been pretty good, and they they have made me, in a weird way, want to root for Roman Reigns. So I think I'm going to root for Roman Reigns. Weird. Um and I'm picking Roman to win. I said that earlier today. I'm picking Roman to win. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's... I, I saw on some um, podcast, the guy was like, oh, he, he heard from somebody that it's going to be cool how they do it. So I hope it's cool how they do it. But, um, yeah, that's how much time I'm putting into that match. I think Roman's going to win. Is Brock done? I don't know. He's there so infrequent that it doesn't really matter that much to me anymore. Um, so it would be nice to see the red belt... Every Monday, uh, that would be cool and in, in, at every pay-per-view. So I'm going to say Roman Reigns is your WWE Universal Champion, and that's it. No other matches, right? I mean, there's nothing else on the card. There's nothing else planned. So I guess we're done, right? Obviously not. Now, it would be cool if this was just how they did it. The show finished like this. You think it's done. Okay, and you see you see Cena, and he's in the stands. Somehow he's in the crowd. They, they stick him in there, and he's just like he's he's dumbfounded that it happened this way, and um, and then you know Roman goes off, the fireworks go off, everything is just about over, and then all of a sudden you hear Kid Rock come out, come around. He's like, wait, wait, wait a second, no, not so fast. This ain't over yet. Do 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 do, and then he comes in and does his American Badass song, and all of a sudden. The, the, you see the motorcycle come out and there's the old friggin' American badass undertaker comes down. The place, the, you think it's over, the place explodes. And then all of a sudden, he comes down, he faces Cena and he looks at him, he points to the ring. And they go and they have an epic final main event. That's your main event right there. Undertaker, Cena, everyone 
thinks it's going to happen. Everyone assumes it's going to happen. I'm going to tell you that you're not going to know it's going to happen until the last friggin' minute. That's my prediction. Um, and that's it, my friends. Obviously, the most important thing is if you tune in tomorrow, 4 p.m., go to fans.experts.com slash live, and you will see my ugly mug, my handsome cousin, and his ugly brother who's over in, who's going to be in, like, I don't know where the hell he is. He's in Connecticut. Is he getting, he's on vacation. Um, uh, okay, I'm kidding. He's, he's the least handsome. We'll say that. Uh, but he's been on vacation, so he's not able to come to WrestleMania. He will be, uh, again, live via satellite. Uh, he better be, at least, because he promised me he would be. So that's all I have to say. Thank you guys for listening. Gary, thank you for listening, because I know you're the only one out there. If, if you're not Gary, uh, I appreciate that you're listening. But let's be honest, most of you are Gary. So you can find me on Twitter. Um, it's tough, because during these shows, uh, I will not. I don't tweet a lot, because I'm hanging out with my cousins and my brother. But uh, you can always follow me on Twitter at WrestleWatcher. You can follow Joey, who's going to be here tomorrow, at NHPunk. And, of course, that fool, Brandon, at WrestleBrand. I will be watching NXT TakeOver tonight. If you hear this by then, congratulations. But all my picks for that were earlier in the show. I've been recording this show, it feels like, four days now. It's finally done. I have to put it together, so we'll see. We'll see how long it takes. But thank you guys for listening. Um, thanks for following us on Twitter. You will find us again uh, at fans.experts.com slash live at 4 p.m. tomorrow. Uh, be there or don't be there. But Gary, you'll be there, right? You promised. You promised. All right. Um, and I hope that whatever you were smoking um, came out delicious because it sounded good. I, I haven't got a chance to see it on Twitter. Uh, we're having a JR's barbecue sauce tomorrow because it's, it's a tradition now. All right. Toodles. Fans not experts.